0: of pounds of of junk in my head, you know, of all this nonsense that was just not helpful. And I've got, you know, radio station K R A P playing 24-7 in my head about how crappy I am. Um, When I got married, I did discover OA briefly. So for about five months, I was coming to meetings and I learned that I was not a bad person trying to get good. I was a sick person trying to get well. That was very encouraging. And I worked some steps with a sponsor who listened to me. And that was very encouraging. But because I had never been very honest with my husband about my eating, he started to ask me, well, why was I going out to these meetings at night without him, with people that he couldn't meet? And got very tense, so I stopped going. Um, But I remembered what I had learned. Later on, around 2001, 2002, I got into some emotional messes that were like, relationship-esque and our marriage was in trouble it was very very tense we got through that time and I had lost weight during that time to get something else that was going on and then as things started to get more calm I started gaining the weight again I'm ticking up a pound or two every month and there's nothing I can do about it and then Thanksgiving of 2003 okay so almost exactly 20 years ago I'm really upset with my parents and I go into the kitchen and I'm on a search and destroy mission, eating everything I can in the kitchen End of the night. I'm in tears, you know, and then I remembered what you guys had told me. There is a solution. I stumbled into my first real meeting on the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend, 20 years ago. And I heard my story and people hugged me. And I suddenly had hope that maybe I didn't have to live like this anymore. So fast forward, I listened to what people said. I got a sponsor. First one didn't work out. Got another sponsor. The time in between, I was trying to sponsor myself. I don't recommend that. That did not work very well. Um, was very fussy and confused about the whole food plant concept. I tried listening to all different people and copying theirs and making mine fancier and fancier and more and more restrictive and all I ended up doing was breaking all my little rules all the time and so then I had to kind of bring it back to basics I started out with three meals a day one plate at a time put whatever you want on the plate just have some time when I'm not eating like for me that was huge then once I got to that you know after a few months I noticed that sometimes when I put sugary stuff on that plate I really wanted to have more and I couldn't stop Ah, okay maybe that stuff doesn't belong on the plate it has continued to grow and evolve over time, but I will tell you that the weight came off and it has never come back. And I had a deal with a sponsor. She was like, weigh yourself once a month, girl. Tell me what the number is, be honest. If it's more than five pounds in either direction, we're gonna talk, otherwise I don't care. And she was like, don't worship the scale. So that's what I try to do, that's what I still do. Um, I have a sponsor, I have Fonsees. I make calls. I receive calls every day. I read the literature every day. I go to meetings because you guys are my lifeblood. You are my people and I need you. (laughs) And the beautiful thing is that, you know, the food has gotten back in balance. I'm not perfect. What I claim is an imperfect abstinence, which means I do mess up. And when I eat too much or I restrict or something, then I write about it. I pray about it. And I talk to my sponsor about it. And we will operate on the principle that rigorous honesty is the key. And if I'm being rigorously honest, I can turn it over to God and not worry about it. That's been working for me. So that's what I do. But you know, the most beautiful thing about working the steps multiple times is the way my life has changed. My relationship has changed. Oh my gosh, you know, the same husband that I couldn't be honest with about my eating in the beginning. We're now honest with each other about like everything. I trust him in so much deeper of a way, and that's directly due to the program, because you guys taught me that if thank you that if I am real and I tell the truth, which requires vulnerability and honesty and humility. Oh my God, scary, scary stuff. If I do those things, I get blessings, you know, back. And one of them is that I can trust my husband more than I thought I could. You know, I think my idea of marriage had to do with looking at my parents and how my mom treated my dad. He couldn't trust him, she had to walk on eggshells. So that's what I thought you always do in any intimate relationship. And turns out I was wrong. Um, I raised three kids. And for the first 10 of, 10, 12 years of their lives, I was very controlling, hovering. You know, I was the mom that would sign up, to bring all the sweets to the bake sale, but then I'd be yelling at the kids because I got impatient at home. Um, and you know, thank God, as they went through their teenage years, I was working my steps, and I was able to admit when I was wrong, and apologize, ask for forgiveness, and try to change. And today, these kids, dear God, they're in their 30s, and they get along with us, and they like us, and they say, you know, Mom, that's probably the best thing you ever taught us when we were growing up, is how to admit you're wrong and how to change, which moves my heart. Um, radio station KRAP is no longer playing in my head all the time. And instead I have a higher power that I wanna talk about because it's month 11 and we get to think about step 11, prayer and meditation and conscious contact with a power greater than ourselves. Like you can call it whatever you want. I happen to call mine God. Um, Early on in program when I was working on step two, which is where we said we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And my sponsor said, okay, what kind of higher power would you need to, in order to believe? What would they have to do? Write a want ad for your higher power. Give me a job description for your God. And I really, really thought about it. And so here's what I came up with. I said, okay, I want, I want a lot of things. I want four different things out of my higher power. The first thing I want is like the ideal father. I want somebody I like I've read about in books. Who's like wise and strong and can give good advice and really gets you and understands you, but no, but is not, not going to lose their temper at you and not going to spank you. And I said, I also want like an ideal mother. I want somebody who is always ready to give me a hug, always ready to say, oh, honey, that hurt. Let me put a bandaid on your knee. I'm here for you. I mean, this mother higher power has to have a rocking chair and a big lap. I'm telling you, because I need to climb on there and I need hugs, I need to be rocked. Third thing I want my higher power to be is a lover. I want somebody who wants to give me gifts and sweep me off my feet. I want somebody who looks at me with loving eyes, can't get enough of me, absolutely adores everything. And even if I want to tell my higher power like really stupid stuff, they're all over it. Wow, this is so interesting. I really want to hear this. And finally, number four, I need my higher power to be like a golden retriever. Oh, this is so much fun. I'm going to go everywhere with you and we're going to have a good time. Who always wants to bounce around, who always is having a good day no matter how I'm feeling. And for me, like when I watch a dog chasing across a green field of grass after a ball, that just makes me happy, just makes me smile. So I want that from my higher power. Somebody who just, the thought of them or the sight of them just makes me smile. So my sponsor said, all right, good, great. That's, I want you to hang out that job ad and you know expect that that's the God you're gonna get. I want you to start talking to that God and acting like that God is who you've got. And I've been a church goer all my life. And that, what I had just said was nothing like what I grew up with. But I'm like, okay, I'll trade in the old God that I conceived of when I was five years old because I want this one. And the more time I spend in program, the more I heard about other people's higher powers too. How they could they could do things like they could really give you peace. Like, Ooh, I want that too. Okay, yeah, I want my higher power to get bigger and be able to do that. And then something else I heard is let your higher power be bigger than you think it is. And that has been my experience. That five minutes. Thank you. The more I trust my higher power with the bigger it gets and the more it can handle kind of like the more I trust my husband the better the marriage gets we've been married 39 years and I'm really grateful and it's like that with my higher power it's like I've been walking hand in hand with my higher power for 20 years now and the better it gets so I also want to talk since this is November I want to talk about the holidays We are in this part of the year, which for me as a compulsive overeater began with Halloween and didn't quit Valentine's day. And it was about this endless search from sugar to sugar. And today I don't have to do that. Thank you. Thank you so much program. I have freedom today. For me, this program is about freedom. Freedom from diets, freedom from other people's expectations, freedom from Aunt Susie. But I made this just for you. Can't you have this one slice? I'm free from that today. I don't need them to like me and approve of me anymore. I don't need seek the affection to fill the God-shaped hole because I have a God that lives there already. So I just want to share that this coming Thursday is just another Thursday. That's what it is. And I'll do what I always do the night before. I'm going to write down my food plan. And then on the night, at, at the end of the day, I'm going to write down what I actually did eat and it's going to be pretty much the same as I would have eaten on any other day because I have a higher power who helps me do that. Um, What else do I want to say about the holidays? Gratitude is the one emotion that never drives me to the food. Gratitude is a really, really nice place to be. And what do you know? We have a holiday decor- you know, dedicated to gratitude, to Thanksgiving. So I'm going to celebrate that. I'm also going to celebrate that I don't have to buy anybody any gifts. That is a nice part of this holiday too. Um, we have a whole day where we get to think about what we're thankful for. And as I head in towards the other holidays, it's the same thing. I can wake up, I can do what I always do because I know it works. I'll call my sponsor. I'll listen to my sponsees, go to a meeting, listen to you wonderful people. And I get to have freedom today. My food plan may continue to change. As I get older and my metabolism slows down, gosh darn it, you know, the the little the, the road gets a little narrower, you know, but it's all good, it's all good. Anyway, um, I do thank you so much for inviting me to come today, and I would love to just listen to what y'all have to say.